0: Welcome to Healthy Choices with your host, Ray Solano from Austin, Texas. We're ready for your calls right now. Call in toll-free at 877-956-9566. Now, here's your host, Ray Solano.
1: Well, hello there, and welcome to Healthy Choices Broadcasting Live from Austin, Texas. Now, hopefully, you can hear me well. This is We're having a little technical difficulty in our studio. Hopefully, we can get it resolved here soon, but... We wanted to welcome you to this show because we've got some very interesting guests today and you're going to be really excited about the news that you're going to hear today. I'm your, 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 your host and clinical pharmacist and board-certified clinical nutritionist, Ray Solano, and I'm ready here to answer your questions about your health and how you can make responsible choices that can change your life. Our guest today is going to be Dr. Gaz Agoli and Dr. Cheryl Burdett. Physicians of medical centers from Atlanta, Georgia, frequent guests to our show, and they're going to be talking about fibromyalgia and thyroid disease, very misunderstood conditions for chronic diseases that I think you'll find very exciting. Our toll-free number is 877-956-9566. For any of your questions today or how will you get you, also you can text us at 512 219 for any of your questions today, but make sure you always check out our website, healthychoicesxn.com for podcasts on previous shows and also for featured products that we talk about on our show, and you're going to want to know what our remedies are for the flu as uh, we get on to our show. Uh, some of the topics in the news today you may, you may have seen recently. Uh, that we wanted to go through before we get into our interview with Dr. Uh, 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 Cheryl Burdett and Dr. Gazagolia is that we see that this is the time of year that the debate continues about flu shots. This is something that uh, we want to give people the information and let them make up their own minds as to what is the best choice but we see, out of the L.A. Times, the first child death from flu was reported this season in California. As the cases rise very sharply, and this is uh, this was just published yesterday, January twentieth, thousands of Americans, uh, Californians, are showing up at doctors' offices and hospitals sick with the flu this week in California. And if you compare from last year's flu, it's twice as many cases. So now here we have panic, that people are getting the flu. There's mm-hmm. nothing unusual or new. Uh, we wanted to see if we can have people have a common-sense approach for what to do with uh, the, the flu today because now, the, like I said, the panic is going in. Everybody's going in and getting the flu shots, and we wanted to under, break it down to you. First thing is, when you do get a flu shot, it takes two three weeks for it to become effective for the immunity to come if there is an immunity to be a reaction to the body. If you do get a flu shot, you should only quarantine yourself for two days before you give it to other people. Also, there should be understanding that not everybody is healthy enough to take a flu shot. It is a very strong immune response and elderly should not take it because they don't have their immune systems are not healthy enough to be able to handle this insult young children babies pregnant women also uh, is very very uh, insulting to their immune system there has tremendous amount of toxicity and the way that these are these vaccines are made is for a specific metabolic system and immune system because you do want a very strong re- response. However, we have found that many of the contaminants in the flu shots is something that has just not been discovered. Most people don't realize that the flu shots have never been studied in clinical studies like every everything else. There's over 134 million doses given. It also has the highest amount of mercury of any of the vaccines, close to 500. 100,000 parts per billion of mercury. It is the most settlements of vaccine injuries. 70% of them come from flu shots. Jean Bray syndrome is the most common one. It's it's similar to Bell's palsy, a paralysis that occurs from flu shots. Unfortunately, there's no long-term studies or testing on the safety of influenza vaccines, so people should be very concerned. Uh, some of the vaccine chemicals are aluminum, formaldehyde, genetically modified bacteria, and thimerosal, which is mercury. So people should be understand that there is risk associated with this, and hopefully your pharmacist or your physicians have you go through that. If you're at risk for any of these, especially for jean barre syndrome or Bell's palsy, you should not take it. So many people are not healthy enough to take a vaccine. There are lots of choices, homeopathic remedies, and vaccines are very popular in Europe and they're the first line of defense and should be given as a first choice. If you have any questions about any of these, call us at 877-956-9566 for any of these questions, or text us at 512-219-0974. We would like to uh, answer any of these questions about the flu, and also we're going to get into the second half of our show and talk about a new test for how to determine your aging by your chromosomes that can tell us, like the rings on an oak tree, how old you are. You know, when we talk about going back to our subject of flu vaccines, we still the most important thing is eating correctly. A new study that just came out out of the Daily Mail said that one out of three children eat junk food daily. Eighty percent of the drinks are sweetened in saturated uh, fats that are unhealthy fats, not good saturated fats, with every meal. So you wonder why 18 percent of the population of children are obese, and very susceptible to viruses and, and flu. Take that. It's a one out of three people, children, eat junk food daily. So that's an important statistic. Our topic today is going to be fibromyalgia. It's going to be chronic muscle pain. People resort to a lot of opiate uh, medications, but it's similar symptoms to hypothyroidism. So we want to go through and break this down and know better than our guest to, to to go through those discussions. And we want to also thank our Marty last week for his, his comments and helping a lot of our patients talk about chronic diseases. Hopefully, Marty and June are listening for this week to be able to have give you some follow-up for things that we were talked about from last week. Sean, let's go ahead and get started with our interview with uh, Dr. Gazzagoli and uh, Cheryl Burnett.
0: You know, 2017, uh, just like any other new year, it's a new beginning. It's a renaissance. It's a regenesis on on a rebirth of your health. And I think it's a good opportunity, but really a resolution should be continuous. So if you began a resolution on good health and you're starting to slip, you know, don't worry about that. You know, this is human nature. And really what ends up happening from a New Year's resolution perspective is that you're setting a structured goal, and sometimes you can be unrealistic or you don't have proper guidance. If that's you, what we really suggest you do is to take a step back and listen to what we have to say today's show because we're going to be talking about a very specific syndrome that we have been learning about over the years, and it's called fibromyalgia. And I'll give you a description on fibromyalgia in a second. But I want to stick really hard onto this resolution issue that really it's a heart condition and if you want to get healthy and cognitively you're making a decision but if you don't change habits in your heart meaning that you have to have habit forming and you have to really understand what that means and that has has a lot to do with mind body and spirit and that's why i challenge all the listeners out there that if you want to make some positive changes in your health and if you're dealing with a chronic disease if you're relatively healthy Let's put this aside for a second. But if you're dealing with a chronic disease, chronic disease basically means long-standing disease, not an acute situation uh, that you're battling with, you really have to take a step back and ask yourself, what have I done differently in 2016? If I've not done something differently in 2016, that should be my resolution, to think outside the box, find a group of providers that think differently, and that's why Myself and Dr. Ben are a little biased here because we talk about integrative medicine, but at the same time, we have seen the results. We've seen the science. The science is substantiating that integrative medicine is just good medicine because we are now seeing that it's safer, we're getting better outcomes, that we're getting to the root cause, and that we're enlightening our patients. It doesn't mean it's going to be a quick fix. It's not a panacea, but it gives you hope. And it's all about lifestyle and working with a combination of the proper medications, the proper diet designed for you individually, the proper nutraceuticals, the proper therapies, the proper stress reduction, the the proper uh, spiritual enlightenment, and and really understanding how the mind, body, and spirit works together and that we are created in God's image and that we've, we're really designed to have a long, healthy life. It doesn't mean we're gonna cure every disease. And what exactly does that mean, cure? I basically believe that the body can cure itself with the proper tools. So this is what we're gonna talk about in 2017. So if you made that resolution to make an impact for chronic diseases for your health, you tuned into the right station. Uh, for those of you that are relatively healthy, we're still gonna give you great advice because prevention, prevention is the key. But ultimately, if you already have the chronic disease, what do you do with prevention? Well, there's a lot of things you can do, actually, because you can really turn the body around, and we're going to discuss that. So, Dr. Vila, before we get into our great topic on fibromyalgia, and I use the word great topic because this is a diagnosis that a lot of physicians just don't know what to do with, and we even question, you know, the diagnosis in itself. But let's put that aside for a second. Comments on chronic disease, integrative medicine, functional medicine for 2017, and, and then really this new year's resolution for people suffering chronic disease.
2: Well, really we've had so much attention on, on health and health care, uh, especially in politics, and when you really look at what the solutions that are out there, the solutions are around health insurance. Okay, and and, and that debate aside, in order to really fix chronic disease and chronic disease is what is costing our health care system 87% of the costs of our health care system are because of chronic disease and in, le- in order to solve this healthcare care debate we really need to move away from discussing insurance plans and start talking about how do we empower the patient how do we put the patient at the center of care and alongside that we really need to recognize that our system is set up for management of acute conditions. And when you try to fix something acute in the same way you'd fix something chronic, it just isn't going to work. It's like taking uh, taking your Tesla to uh, to to a Honda mechanic to repair it and expecting that that Honda mechanic is going to be able to help there. You have to have a system designed for what you're trying to treat. And so, hopefully, what we'll see is that we'll see that that we'll see a, a movement forward. We'll see more places like. Progressive medical that are just that are that are chronic uh, management centers. That's really what we need to do. And while certainly Progressive is quite capable of handling acute care as well, that's an area that that Progressive really shines is to look at these chronic conditions and figure out what is going on. And that needs to be a well-rounded approach. That's not one pill. That's not one capsule. That's not one answer. That's putting together an individualized, personalized medicine that looks at what's going on in your body and making sure multiple modalities are there to address that issue. You know, one real basic chronic issue that face faces many of Americans is weight gain. And while you may think, well, that's not an issue, well, it turns out fat tissue, the fat tissue itself creates inflammation. And the more we gain weight, the more that's correlated with heart disease, diabetes, even things neurologic, Alzheimer's and dementia. And so certainly, It is a chronic condition and one that predicts many other conditions we're going to be at risk for. Now, how many successful weight loss strategies have you seen out there? Probably not that many, right? Because they're not set up to address the chronic nature of the condition. So, again, here at, at Progressive, for example, if you have, if you set that weight loss goal and you're starting to notice, okay, things aren't working, scales aren't moving, maybe you need a program that will address the chronic nature of what's going on. And so that's what we really strive to do, uh, to be one of these centers of chronic disease management and to be at the forefront of that there's hardly a facility that you will find that has this many modalities together being able to combine hyperbaric oxygen iv nutrition different hormonal therapies cryotherapy um and, uh, personalized individualization in terms of diet, health coaches, dietitians, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and I've hardly scratched the surface. So this is where the emphasis needs to be in health care, not a debate over insurance, but a debate about how patients become the center of that care, how we create uh, accountability, but even more important, how do we create success? And when you begin to look at something from chronic colds to weight management, you quickly see the answer isn't out there, uh, and, if, uh, and it's not a successful answer that's out there at that. So we've really got to begin to put our heads together. Fibromyalgia is another example of how we're failing in terms of chronic diseases. We tried to apply that acute model of care. That acute model of care, you are bleeding out the side. What's the cause of it? A bullet, a a, a gunshot wound. That's pretty straightforward. There's not multiple causes there. The bullet went in and the blood is coming out. We get it. There's there's one reason for what's happening and we need to address that singular reason. But fibromyalgia is not like that fibromyalgia could have a host of reasons why why it's occurring. It could be nutritional deficiencies. And we'll talk about how the part of the cell that makes energy is so nutritionally uh, and and desires so much nutrition, how it's so nutritionally intense to keep the mitochondria going. We'll talk about infections and how that can play a role. Well, We'll look at endocrine pieces like thyroid and adrenals and how that can play a role. And this is why people aren't coming forward with an answer to fibromyalgia because they're trying to apply that acute model of care. What's the one cause? It's a bullet, let's pull the bullet out. Well, that's not how fibromyalgia works. It could be one of those things I could mention, I just mentioned, it could be all of those things and just a certain percent in you. And so until we look at all of these factors together, you're gonna wander from doctor to doctor saying, I don't see anything wrong on this blood work. It must be in your head. Maybe you need an antidepressant.
0: Dr. Bidette, I don't want to mislabel fibromyalgia, or I don't want to disrespect anybody that's been diagnosed with it, but we use the word mislabel. Let's just jump right into it because it's one of those things. There's really not a good test for it, uh, and and it's, it's something that, a physician uses almost sometimes as the last resort when a patient keeps coming back to them. The, the symptoms are real.
2: The symptoms are absolutely The pain real. is real. Yes. The
0: discomfort is real. Yes. The poor quality of, of life and, and health is real. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that.
2: Well, I think the reason why, I mean, yes, absolutely, it's real. Fibromyalgia will present with a certain criteria. They are what are known as, um, as fibromyalgia trigger points. These points will be more tender than other points that aren't associated with fibromyalgia. So even would write down to where the body aches more, and we can get very specific about what fibromyalgia looks like. The problem comes next, again, when we are applying that model of acute care uh, to chronic conditions. So, in acute care, um, you have a heart attack, you run a, you know, you have a possible heart attack, you run a test, you see if enzymes are elevated. Okay, yep, they're elevated. That means, yes, you had the heart attack, and now we begin treatment. In fibromyalgia, you're absolutely right. There isn't a singular test, there's not one marker. However, there are a number of different reasons that we could begin to see a process like fibromyalgia uh, present and get worse and worse. And so that's just it. People go looking for one single diagnostic marker. They go looking for one thing to be off and, and, and they are often not recognizing the entirety of the area that they've got to examine before you can tell why this is occurring now when we dig down into the literature and we just start to see diagnostically what's going on, we see a lot of discussion around the mitochondria and the mitochondria is the part of the cell that makes ATP. And so uh, we mitochondrial issue. And so let's use nutrients for the mitochondria. Now that's an excellent that's an excellent approach. And this is something that will help a lot of fibromyalgia patients. And in fact, some of the things that we use here, like IV nutrition, particularly IV amino acids and IV of a Myers cocktail, but we we tailor our Myers there. We add some extra things to it, giving an extra boost for our fibromyalgia patient. Um and so so yes, we often see those things as helpful, but That will not help every single fibromyalgia patient in the same way. Why? Because that's not the same thing that's going on for every fibromyalgia patient. Well, wait a minute. You just said it was a mitochondrial condition. Those are nutrients that help the mitochondria. Then why doesn't it help? Well, that's only one reason. Even right down... The cell, there are multiple reasons why even an organelle within the cell, the mitochondria where energy is made, there are still multiple reasons why that could be affected. Sure, it can be nutrition. But what about different viruses like Epstein-Barr virus or uh, HH6 or HHV 8 All of these could also create inflammatory cytokines that also drag down the mitochondria. So the same part of the cells being impacted, the part that makes energy, so you're tired, your muscles don't recover. But in one patient, it's a nutritional deficiency. They're not getting enough of something from their diet. It's making them have more issues. And in another person, it's an infection. And so, I, again, you, be, you see why if you look for just one reason, you're going to get lucky some of the time in some of the patients. It's certainly not going to be a complete workup uh, most of the time. This idea that the label means the same thing is going to happen in every single person is one of the failures of our system. Again, in acute medicine, you're bleeding because the gun wound. We're not wondering, well, is it because maybe a spear or an axe or a burn? No, there's the bullet. We know the cause. It's one reason that you're bleeding. However, fibromyalgia is not like that. It could be nutritional deficiencies. It could be infections. It could even be heavy metal toxicity. And you've got to look at all of these areas to understand where you're at and what your treatment for fibromyalgia should be.
0: And that's why it's so individualized. And that's a great analogy um, a comparison, Dr. Burdett, when we're comparing acute medicine, when you're bleeding with a gunshot wound as opposed to from a bore arrow or some type of knife wound, it's a really good concept for our listeners to understand. As we use a parallel for chronic disease, it is a puzzle, especially if fibromyalgia is a puzzle. So typically, some of the signs and symptoms we've seen with um, fibromyalgia is that you'll have a localized inflammation of the muscles and connective tissues. Uh, patient is usually unaware. Uh, Pain is localized. They feel it all over their body, aches and pain. Widespread pain and tenders located in the muscles, predominantly in the hips, back, shoulder, and neck. Chronic pain accompanied by stiffness, especially in the morning and late evening, primarily in the neck, spine, shoulders, and hips. Uh, Primary complaint of crushing fatigue, Mm -hmm. uh, which appears uh, affecting more than 90% of the sufferers of fibromyalgia. Uh, Many studies suggest Uh, Chronic fatigue, syndrome, and fibromyalgia are very similar, or some consider it the same disorder and treated very similarly. And that's why it's important to rule out all these different viruses. Mm -hmm. Um, We know that- uh, And
2: they're so treatable too. Many people will be told, oh, it's just some genetic issue you have. I guess you were just chosen by lot in life to end up with this condition. If you can figure out that it's Epstein-Barr virus and treat the virus and eradicate it from your body, absolutely, very optimistic. Very
0: optimistic, and that's why we want to check for all these different viruses. Um, Pattern of disruptive sleep is extremely very common, so so let's just pause there for a second. If you have that pattern of disruptive sleep, uh, which is is usually caused because of the unresolved pain, um, then your body's not going to heal, and it's going to be a spiral downward, and ultimately... If someone's just throwing a bunch of pain medications at you and sleeping pills, that's not solving the problem. It's masking those particular symptoms. And ultimately, if it's a an infection such as a virus, uh, it's just going to perpetuate even worse because then your immune system goes lower and lower, and then that virus will will begin to replicate at a very high rate, and you'll have more um, virus. Uh, titers in your body, and you will just see a higher count. And before you know it, you'll have more pains and more inflammation. So it's, it's a vicious cycle. And so, what we like to do is to find, first of all, rule out is this an infection? And then we can work on different pain issues and different pain strategies. Okay.
3: You're listening to Healthy Choices, broadcasting from Austin, Texas. Our phone number is 877 956 9566. And you can text us at 512. 512- Two one I'm your host Ray Solano and we're talking about fibromyalgia and we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of the treatment but the important thing is to understand pain medications are your last resort and this is a very individualized therapy for chronic pain so don't give up we'll see you after a break as we talk to more information about healthy choices and your choices in health
0: Let's talk about your healthy choices. We have room for you right now. Toll free at 877-956-9566.
3: Welcome back to Healthy Choices XM Broadcasting Live from Austin, Texas. I'm your host, Ray Solano. And welcome back to our interesting discussion about chronic conditions, especially the one that we're talking about is fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia is a very crippling disorder but you know it's it's people are always grasping for labels to conditions of muscle weakness chronic fatigue and unfortunately when we grasp at these labels not a test for fibromyalgia there's not many of these there's not a specific test for them a the conglomeration of symptoms so sometimes the label it may not be the same thing for every person so i want people not to get hung up on that because we have to find that the root cause of the problem that's what our discussion is today we're talking about that it could be infections and it's many times an epstein var, uh, virus not all the time sometimes it's a thyroid condition that would not adequately testing for vitamin for free t3 levels not total t3 but free t3 levels and sometimes it's a heavy metal uh, toxicity and this is the reason why you have to have a integrative medical practice that can be able to do all these different modalities. And we've invited uh, Progressive Medical to educate us about that t- today. Uh, we'll hear your phone numbers. We're going to go back to the interview talking with uh, uh, Dr. Gazagolia, Progressive Medical, one of the unbelievable centers that he's put together, and also the owner of Dunwoody Labs. We're going to get into that and our you can fax us or, or excuse me you can text us anytime during this interview at 512-219-0724. You can also call us. We'll have time after this interview for some questions at 877-956-9566. And also check out our website healthychoicesxm.com and some of our remedies for the flu as we talked about earlier. Sean, let's go ahead with the interview. Let's go ahead and get started.
0: But let me just get back to some of the signs and symptoms. We know that um, certain patients have a sensitivity to chemicals, smells, odors, noise, bright lights, touch, and other forms of stimulation. Uh, A lot has to do with the adrenals, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, More prone to depression, anxiety, cardiovascular problems, dizziness, palpitations, irritability, poor memory and concentration, headaches, tingling of extremities, uh, which we have a way to find out for Uh, different peripheral neuropathies, and digestive complaints. Now, what we have found out that some of the main areas that fibromyalgia have occurred uh, at a rapid rate is because of these potential infections, as Dr. Burdett was talking about. And I think it's very, very important that if your physician has not tested you for different types of infections, not just the viruses, we know there's also some of the GI infections as well, and the gut is very important. But I just want to mention that When you go to a functional doctor, they're going to do more extensive testing and assist you because, as Dr. Badette mentioned in the previous segment, there are ways of bringing down the burden of the virus and inactivating that virus completely so it does not have the same deleterious effect. I use that word because it's harmful slowly. You can literally have a virus dormant in the body, and over a period of years, that latency period, which is delayed The dormancy will come out. Why? Because the immune system starts to go lower and lower and lower because of the inflammation, because of the sleep deprivation. When the body does not have the full amount of restorative sleep, that deep, deep sleep that regenerates the cells, regenerates the immune function, then you're going to suffer the consequences. So we know how important it is to eradicate. Of course, sleeping is important. But what's more important, getting rid of the infection that could be causing the body's immune system to go low, which could be causing and contributing to sleep deprivation. And that's why we don't like the strategy of just straight pain management with medications for fibromyalgia and sleeping pills. That could be, okay, short-term, not long-term. So that's one of the reasons why we believe that fibromyalgia has multiple root causes, and one of those are viruses and other infections. Um also, I want to jump right into the heavy metal toxicity because we've seen a uh, a great correlation with heavy metal toxicity and mostly uh, high levels of aluminum. So it's hard to even say, you know, a uh, patient will say aluminum. Well, I don't really. Where am I getting aluminum from? Well, typically we're going to see that in our food supply. Believe it or not, you know, deodorant. Deodorant. Uh, the way you cook, believe it or not, and and don't don't get us wrong though. If you use deodorant one time. No big deal, but who'd use a deodorant at one time? Use it multiple times on a daily basis. <laughs>
2: My 12 year old son. I'm and it
0: accumulates, <laughs> accumulates. So I, I guess what we're trying to say here that if you've not been properly evaluated for heavy metal toxicity, it's something that you need to consider. And it's it's hugely important to, to consider that. Um, Dr. Billett, let, let's talk a little bit about now uh, some of the treatment strategies. So we know that these infections play a big role. We know heavy metals play a big role. Uh, we know that there's nutritional imbalances such as magnesium is a huge one there let's just jump right in now um to some of the treatment strategies that you've seen as a clinician that have been effective for fibromyalgia.
2: Yeah, so the the you know the most effective treatment strategy is the one that matches the patient and and the one that is individualized the best. And I know maybe you're like oh no, tell me something that applies to me, but what I would tell you is that you need to get an individualized workup so you know what applies to you. But after that I'm going to say that one of the easiest, quickest fixes that's most often missed is a thyroid diagnosis that hasn't been done correctly. So if you have fibromyalgia, um, spend a minute, get online and and Google the symptoms of hypothyroidism. And what you're going to see is fatigue, weight gain, muscle aches. Continue to read down that list and see how much that... list looks just like a list of symptoms of fibromyalgia very similar now consider that the journal of endocrinology says that the thyroid reference range misses half the population that's not that's not nutritional magazine saying that that's not integrative clinicians journal saying that that's the journal of endocrinology says that their own reference range is missing half the people out there So many times someone comes in and they say, I've been diagnosed with fibromyalgia, and I ask if their thyroid is looked at, and they maybe say no, but often they say yes, and they say, and I was told that it's fine. And then we pull out that, you know, that tattered copy of lab work that they've been carrying around, the seven docs. They've seen before, and it's that you weren't looking at the right reference range, and you weren't doing it. Not not you, not the patient, and the and the doc ordering it didn't order a complete thyroid workup, and. It's easy to treat. We can use nutrients to treat. We can use some, some thyroid hormone if we need to. Um, but wow, does it just make a world of difference? Or maybe you're thinking, well, yeah, okay, I have fibromyalgia and I'm hypothyroid, but they're treating my thyroid already. Well, maybe inadequately treating your thyroid, which is why you're still having the symptoms of fibromyalgia, many times it's not enough to be normal, but we need you in that upper part of the reference range, that upper normal reference range, in order to really get rid of these symptoms That reference range is just established when they look at a group of of patients and, and, and put them all together and come up with statistical reference ranges. It wasn't developed around your normal. So while somebody else's normal might be on the bottom end of the reference range, what works best for your body might be the upper end of the reference range. You may, have, you may have lifelong been on upper end of reference range. All of a sudden, you fall, you fall to the low end of reference range, but still in normal. And now you have symptoms, but you look fine on paper. So it goes missed. It goes missed. You wander around. You think that your thyroid is fine, and it's not. You really have to take a, a, a more integrative look. You've got to take a more complete look. And when you do that, you'll get a more complete uh, outcome.
0: Well, that's why it's important to do the complete outcome. And, and you're so accurate on the thyroid, Dr. Redep, because we're seeing a lot of fibromyalgia patients that they do have issues with hypothyroidism and they've been misdiagnosed. In addition to that, uh, there's a crossover with rheumatoid arthritis, uh, even osteoarthritis, which is more wear and tear and bone on bone. Um, we've also seen that Lyme disease um, also, once again, another infection and co-infection Uh, in addition to the viruses um, contribute to that. And the other area that that we've seen that's a huge beside nutritional deficiency, a lot of doctors don't talk about this, but it's essential fatty acid deficiencies. Let's, let's, Let's talk a little bit about these essential fatty acids because a lot of physicians, they may talk about good fats in their diet, but we've seen a correlation with fibromyalgia that they're not getting the proper amounts of fats What has been your experience, Dr. Burdett, in in looking at these fibromyalgia patients and having the proper fats?
2: Well, uh, we've got to understand um, not... We've had so much preaching about how fats are bad for us and and really it's, it's shifted the focus away from where we should be looking, which is probably sugar really being the real culprit in terms of nutrition. But what it's meant is that we've missed a whole host of therapeutic opportunity of good, healthy fats. And so for some reason, now we think we've been led to think that all fats are bad and there's not a benefit there. Well, quite frankly, uh, there's a number of different types of fats out there and most of them are beneficial.
0: I just want to pause for a second. Every American is faced with an onslaught of new and existing chemicals. And we realized that one of the best strategies is to, it's difficult to avoid that, but once you understand certain detox principles, whether that involves sweating, whether it involves getting on a proper liver detoxification, whether it's using dry skin brushing, whether it's taking some of these baths using Epsom salt or uh, apple cider vinegar. This is a wonderful strategy as well with bentonite clay in there. Uh, This is wonderful because it binds to these toxins uh, and it relaxes the body. Uh, In addition to that, I will say this much. For those physicians um, that do not believe in toxicity, well, we recently had a toxicologist talking about the detriments of all these toxic elements and that just giving a simple example how toxic we are, that we're seeing chronic disease at an all-time high at younger ages, and it's mainly due to the environmental toxicants. So please take heed on these toxic elements. Start in utilizing the benefits of some very simple detoxification protocols. Uh, in addition to that, we have seen a high correlation with fibromyalgia With certain food sensitivities, I encourage you, for those of you that can either afford or have the proper coverage to get a food sensitivity delayed, do it. It's very, very, very helpful. Um, And I believe that the most important thing is to get tested and to avoid those foods that you have a reaction to. However, if you cannot get access to a food sensitivity, which is optimal, then we're going to recommend that as a fat milder patient, you avoid all dairy products, all gluten-containing products, grains, wheats, oats, barley, rice, spelt, and kamut. Even though it could be organic, even though it could be healthy, uh, even though it can be fermented, I'm going to say avoid all of it. Why? Those are some of the common ones that we've seen. Why take a chance? A lot of these foods are inflammatory in nature. I'm not saying everybody has to avoid that, but if you are suffering, it's worth it. It's worth it to stop those particular foods. Comment on that, Dr. Burdett?
2: Absolutely, because that's going to give you, first of all, it's going to give you a good clue, is what you're eating creating inflammation in the body. If you do that and you're 5% better, 3% better, if you notice any difference with that, then your next step should be, are there foods that I'm missing that could be contributing as well? And that involves looking at not just allergy testing. Uh, Don't make the mistake of thinking, oh, well, I have had an allergist look to see if I'm allergic to foods, but are you sensitive to foods? And so when you go in, you have these questions ready to talk to the physician you're working with. Are we looking at allergies or are we looking at sensitivities? And ideally you want to know both because they are two different systems can react to food. You can either have an immediate reaction to food Laid sensitivity to food and we've found that the sensitivities more so than the allergies can be the real trigger in terms of creating fibromyalgia pain. So if you change your diet even uh, and you even notice a little bit of relief for that, well, good news, there might be hope for you in terms of let thy, let thy food be thy medicine, meaning that if we can remove food that is an inflammatory trigger, we can see some excellent outcomes in how you do. And so many people out there uh, you know, say, well, you know, I really don't want to take a pill for this congratulations you figured out that it's what you eat that is causing uh, and contributing to this fibromyalgia no pill required just to change a diet and, and while just a change in diet can be difficult it does mean that that it's all controlled and something that you have to do anyway which is eat so figure out which foods are best for your body which foods will help you to, to lower inflammation then From there, if we've looked at the thyroid and we've looked at diet, my next biggest place I want to go... What are your adrenals doing? This is the part of your system that helps you to respond to stress, to help you to shut off inflammation. If you have been under stress for a long period of time, what happens is your adrenals, they finally give up. When they give up, they quit making cortisol your body's natural anti-inflammatory. When that occurs, it means that you are going to ache more. Even little movements are going to hurt and you're going to be worn out. You're, you're going to be one of those people that, um, you know, you, you go out and to do something with your friends. Maybe you go out to do just a, a, a little walk around downtown or uh, maybe like ice skating in, in, the, in the park or something like that. And it wipes you out for days. That, okay, yes, can be a part of fibromyalgia but let me tell you what part it probably is. That's your adrenal speaking to you, saying, I can't keep up. I can't make adrenaline. You're not getting the high from exercise and movement that other people do. That means adrenal fatigue, and when we begin to work on that with things like botanicals, like ashwagandha, or we use in our nutritional IVs, we use some botanicals there, like licorice, great for repairing quickly. Give those adrenals more energy, another way to get your body to calm down inflammation and give you and, and create less muscle aches and get you back on your feet.
0: And that's really the key is to get you back on your feet, and that's why by looking at this comprehensive approach for fibromyalgia, we're getting really good results. So that's a very, very good suggestion, Dr. Burdett, because you and I both talked about the adrenals. I want to mention one other thing about the foods, and, and even though I'm a big uh, proponent of having a food sensitivity test done, one area that we've seen with fibromyalgia is nightshade foods Causing more inflammation. Now, nightshade foods include green peppers, eggplants, white potatoes, and tomatoes. I know that. See, these are some very good comfort foods, and there's a lot of benefits uh, from a nutrient perspective on all of those foods. However, however, we have seen a correlation that certain individuals with fibromyalgia have reactions to nightshade. So, try that as well. Uh, the other thing that we want to talk about, this is very very important, is that we know that it's you're in such pain that it's hard to exercise, but you have to try to exercise. You have to try to stretch, low-impact walking. Uh, I'm going to recommend a specific rebounder. It's called Jump USA, and that basically is made with bungee cords, so it's very soft landing, uh, and that not only helps the body get some type of exercise, you actually help your lymphatic system. So it's very, very important to consider those strategies as well.
2: You're
3: listening to Healthy Choices XM here in Austin, Texas. We're talking with Dr. Gaz Agoli and Dr. Fibromyalgia. It's, It's actually a... A condition of lots of symptoms is not really a, a specific disease that uh, Cheryl was talking about that's acute. You know that when you've got an injury or you've got a bullet wound or you have a, a cut, these are acute. This is, this is different. This is a chronic condition. So we mentioned a little bit about thyroid. And, and also I want people to understand that it's really important to get screened by the correct practitioner for thyroid. Uh, Our phone number here is 877-956-9566. And also you can text us if you'd like at 512-219-0724. And we can take any of your questions uh, on this subject or any of the other subjects we talked about. So as we just were, were mentioning a little bit about thyroid testing, it's important to make it very simple, is to make sure that you have the correct testing for thyroid. And there's two things I want people just to realize. free T3, free T4. Those are the important tests to make sure that your practitioner runs that test for the not the total. But the free T3, the one that's unbound, and also T4, those are two critical numbers to test to see if your thyroid is functioning and to realize that the consensus is you should be at the top 75% of the normal range. Not the middle, not the end, not below, top 75 percentile up to 100% because the the reference range is are askewed and they're not really normal. So make sure you understand that free T3, free T4. That's a simple test to know. And also, if you don't have availability of a practitioner to do that, just get a thermometer, put it under your arm, and write those numbers down, uh, and see what those what those what your readings are for three times a day. You know, if you're hypothyroid, your numbers will be. In the 97 degrees or uh, very close to just 98 degrees. So you're listening to Healthy Choices XM. I want people to check out our website. HealthyChoicesXM.com as we're going to running some specials for people suffering from flu or be very, are very scared about the flu. We have a product called virusid that we're going to be buy two, you get one free, spread it around for your family. This will be able, is a very, botan, a very potent botanical that has antiviral properties and has been very effective for the first signs of this uh, flu on top of other remedies, acilocoxine, which you can get at acilo at any of the grocery stores around, but a combination of these two will make you very effective to raise your immune system and also what uh, Dr. Burnett was talking about, your adrenals, so you're not so susceptible to these viruses. We don't want any of our listeners to come down with the flu. And if you do come down with it, it'll be a very short, short uh, uh, illness. If you're listening to Healthy Choices XM, uh, we wanna be make sure that our listeners, especially Marty who called last week, Understands that there are choices in your healthcare chronic conditions, and specifically the what our listener last week we, we did unfortunately we may have run out of time, but for people that are to have these joint spasms and have a tremendous amount of pain medications, seek out a practitioner trained in uh, uh, peptides, platelet rich proline rich peptides. Excuse me, platelet rich Peptides or PRP therapy, uh, also prolotherapy. These let the bodies, these are injections of the growth factors back into the trigger points or joints that are causing discomfort and having the body heal itself as opposed to using morphine or other pain medications. Again, pain medications are a last resort and they do not fix or cure any diseases at this time. Uh, so all, hopefully uh, that helps uh, Marty and his wife that had called in last week, and then June also had some of the same issues, and we're hoping to get the answers to to them as well. Uh, next week on our our broadcast, we're going to have an, another special guest from the Progressive Medical Centers talking about again many of these integrative medicine uh, solutions for people to be able to get to the root cause of, of these diseases also early in our show we mentioned that there's some mail order tests that you can check for signs of early aging As companies say the length of these telomeres which are the people's of the chromosomes the sequence is, is the telomere is a re, is a region on the dna that you can see how long it is and this is all this is being sold by Telomere Diagnostics $89 for a week. So check that out and we're going to have that more about that next week on our show healthychoices.xm.com and any of our listeners if they want to call us after the show is 512-219-0724 that will be able to answer your questions on the show and also If there's anything that we can do to help some of our listeners, we've gotten a tremendous response from our show and also from our listeners from St. Louis, The Pulse. It's broadcast on Saturday. And also, you can see in 1380, The Pulse from TuneIn Radio will be rebroadcast at 12 noon on Sunday Central Time. So there's really no excuse. You can get all your answers from this show. As we stay up to date, making sure all of our listeners get the best news. So make sure everybody gets stays well this next week. And if you come down with the flu, make sure you check that out, those, these remedies. There's no sense in people uh, suffering. And we'll see you next week and listen to Healthy Choices XM. Thank you and have a great week.